Hi, welcome to Random Footy Chats, a segment of the podcast where we talk about everything football related. On this episode, I sit down with Kyle and talk about Manchester United. We speak about their contract renewal of their manager and also the recent signing of Jaden Sancho. I hope you enjoy the episode. We. But um, okay, let me get started then, because I think what I want to ask is that a lot of people, when they look at Ole, especially from an outsider's perspective, like as a, as a fan, as an Arsenal fan, looking at Ole, I think that um, he's he's an okay manager. You know, he he knows how to get the best out of your players. He knows. I think he has a good relationship with the players. He's. He's he's not great tactically, but I would say that he's acceptable as a manager. And so when his contract was announced today, I believe, what was it today? I think it's today. Yeah, it was like a few um, minutes ago. I I I think yeah. I think the general consensus was what people is that they were not happy with it, and including you. So I'm asking you, why aren't you happy with the fact that he's been awarded a new contract? No, I actually think that the. And most United fans are actually happy about it, <clears throat> about the contract. There's a few, well, not a few, like, I would say, like, 40% is, like, only out and 60% is only in. But, yeah, I agree with your point of he's an okay manager, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. Just because I don't want only in doesn't mean, like, he's a bad manager or something or he's, like, trash or whatever. He's not the greatest, he's not he's not the greatest tactically. He's a he's a good manager when it comes to like maybe if like he was a West Ham manager, yo, he would be a great manager or like for Leicester or something. Cause like he has he has times where he like he can go on a run of, of winning games and scoring nice goals and clean sheets, whatever. But nah man, he doesn't have that winning instinct bro, that winning mentality bro. He's a bottler in my opinion. Same with like Brendan Rogers or something. Do you think like that whole bottler mentality is down to the players? Because we have seen that at times when you guys are um, when you guys backs against the wall. Sometimes I'd say most of the time you guys produce it's just that in recent times it's it's not being like that. And one of the examples in which I would say that is um the Champions League run a couple of years ago when you guys beat per- when you guys beat PSG. I'd say that kind of showed that there's there's a mentality with the players if they want to play well. Yeah, dog. I would, I I agree with like uh, the PSG thing. They, uh, I thought that you know after watching the PSG game, I was like, wow, these guys have a great winning mentality. I I I didn't think they were gonna win the Champions League after that game. I knew like Barcelona was gonna be a problem, or even if we made it to the semi-finals, we weren't gonna win. But uh, that PSG game gave mm-hmm. me some hope that this team would actually have like a winning mentality, you know, back against mm-hmm. the wall. They would do it, and you know what? To a certain extent, they have that. I feel like whenever they face, whenever their backs against the wall, like all his job is on the line, he will get, he will dig them out, bro. But the problem is like these smaller teams, or like teams where, or like times where they are the favorites, you know. And mm-hmm. they somehow, like, they they bottle it up. When it comes to the league games, you know, the smaller teams, they usually, like, put up a bigger fight than, 
let's say a Chelsea or or Spurs or or um or Man City based on the results but we've beaten them a few times Man City but then you look at uh, games like against Arsenal you know the smaller games they beat <laughs> us they beat us so comfortably you know then there's West Ham we always struggle against West Ham we struggle against Sheffield United we struggle against uh Burnley oh my god Burnley remember that that 2-1 Burnley win oh, in January oh that was one of the lowest moments I felt under Oli. But and then also the, the the FA Cup, you know, you look at Leicester. I mean, we should have we should have won that game. Even even Chelsea two seasons ago in the FA Cup semi final, we were in like in, in a great run. Bruno was doing what Bruno does best, you know. He was inevitable. And then I don't know what happened, you know. Also, we've been favourites in the Europa League, though. We should have at least. Uh, two seasons ago, made it to the final. I blame. I, I won't lie. I kind of blame the players uh, for the severe game, you know. But uh, overall, was after COVID, right? It was the semi-finals when there was no second legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a one-off game, you know. Which I can, you know, in the future I might look over it, you know, if only becomes a winner or something. But right now, man, now. Nah, these uh, these well, semi-finals and these finals, bro, that he's bottling, is really getting to me, dog. Cause like mm-hmm. we should we we really should be winning these games, bro. Even the Roma semi-final, bro, I was shocked. I think we conceded five goals across two legs, or what? But you scored like it, a whole lot more. But but it's Roma and it's a semi-final, bro. We shouldn't be winning eight-five, dog. Should be winning <laughs> eight eight nil or eight-two or something. Like now, nah. mm-hmm. what was the what was the score? It wasn't eight five, was it eight four or something? I don't remember. But I, never, the but I, I do. Yeah. I do know that we lost. We lost the second leg. You know, you know, in in a cup run, it doesn't really make that much of a difference, bro. But ah, dog, there's just something about their mentality, bro. It, it, there's like some spurs. Type of mentality in the squad, dog, and it, and it hasn't been like that, bro. Under Jose, it wasn't like that. I mean, we had Pogba, we had the Hair, we had Rashford. Um, who else did we have? We had Martial. Greenwood was well, well Greenwood didn't really play much under Jose, but still, bro. This winning mentality thing, dog, it's it's concerning me. It's one of the 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 main concerns when it comes to Oli, dog. The winning mentality. Okay. And obviously um, the football is not that good also. I mean, I'd argue that you guys, you play effective football. And by that, it's the fact that you don't always score. I mean, your goals, for one, I think are very aesthetically pleasing. I, sh- I yeah. should say, because there's like certain goals last season where like um the Newcastle goal comes to mind, where it was like very quick passing, very nice movement. I think the Sheffield goal also comes to mind. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, and I think um, you guys do have like that in your locker. Also, last season, you grew a reputi- uh, reputation of um, always going one nil down and ending up winning the match. Oh. And so, I know. my thing is the, the the I doubt whether it's the manager. I think it's more of the players and them kind of needing to go a goal down 
and then they're like, okay, now it's time for us to 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 go all out. Yeah, but I I, I think that's a manager thing, in my opinion. Bro. I completely think as a manager opinion, bro. like the players can't every single day. They be like, no, we need to first go one nil behind and then start performing, dog. And then I would understand if it's like the players' fault, but. Oli has a track record of this before he was a Manchester United manager. When he was at Mulder, I think they had like what semi I think they had seven semifinals that they that he lost. I don't think he he made it he won the league. Don't get me wrong, he won the league with Mulder, which is impressive, considering they never won it, I think, or something. But mm-hmm. the cup runs they apparently he was really poor, always making it to the semi final and then losing. And it's kind of, it's kind of, um, it's not a coincidence that Manchester United have been to four semi-finals and have not won. Um, I think they've only won once or what? Five semi-finals, including the Europa League, and they've only won once, dog. So that, okay. that for me is down to early. Okay, but I want to ask you, um, uh, I think a final question about Oli's, uh, the topic of Oli, right? And it's more of um. What does he do in semifinals that's different from the rest of the cup run? Is it just bad luck? Does he make tactical changes? Like, what does he do that that makes them lose? No, he actually does. He actually plays the exact same way. Um, the only the only time where he didn't play differently was against Leipzig, where he played the back three and then one Bissaka was off. I prefer not to speak. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that game still still gives me nightmares. But you know what? I you know what is is down to in the semifinals. The mistakes, the mistakes that the players make in in the regular season in the in the league, they don't get punished much for it. You know, because they do go a goal down, but then because you know of the league, uh, the way the league is played, they can actually now get back into it. They're more comfortable. They can now. Get this, they can get back into the game, they can score the first goal, the second goal, whatever. You see that problem of first having to go uh, a goal behind and then coming back to win it is the same problem um, that's in the semifinals because they all go, oh, go down and they're like, okay, now we have to play. But because it's the semifinal, the team that is um, the team that um, that beats them, they are now more tactically equipped than like let's say a Burnley. Or, or Sheffield United or West Ham or whatever. You know, it's mm-hmm. teams like Chelsea, it's teams like Sevilla. They've got proper managers like Unai Emery, like, uh, well, not Frank Lampard, but they, you get what I'm saying. They know, they know, yeah, they know, they know what they need to do now. So now Manchester United are like, now they, the only tactic Manchester United in semi finals is okay, we've been a goal behind. Now let's do what we usually do. Across the season, and that's not good enough. Bro. We need to have actual tactics in semi-finals when you go go behind. For me, they it's down to winning mentality and also tactics in the semi-finals, bro. Because you know, you, in the league, they're always coming back a goal or two behind in winning. But in the semi-final, it's different, bro. It's not the league. It's a it's a cup competition. You need to be. Awake from the first minute to the last minute, bro. Your concentration needs to be on point. So, we actually... All is the problem, therefore, because... You know, you don't just concede goals. You don't... 
you need to wake up from the first minute to the and to the last minute. In the league, they have that luxury of of they can turn up in the second half and win the game. But in a cup competition, it's totally different. Oli should know that. Oli should actually scrap out that having to come back in the second half. Second half FC. They should be dominating from the first minute to the last minute. I know it's not like that always, but it can definitely happen with this team, you know. So yeah. for me, it's down to Oli, not the players. I know it might seem like it's down to the players, but when you look at it from like a a, a deeper perspective of why they are bottling the semi-finals, it's clear that Oli, for me, in my opinion, is the reason why. You know, you get what I'm yeah. saying. I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, I think that that will end the Ole segment right there. Um, then I'm gonna ask about Century right now. So, by the way, there's like a, a, a clicking sound on your end. I don't know what that is. Probably because like my I'm using my hand to talk, so like my headphones are like you know getting touched. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm gonna start with the the central part, and yeah, okay. So three, two, one. Okay, yeah, um. And so, like, I just kind of also wanted to get your your thoughts about your new signing, uh, Jaden Sancho. Uh, I know that you were incredibly invested in this signing since, I think, over a year ago. And uh, I can't imagine for it to come full circle and to be done at this point. How does it feel for me? You know, it's actually kind of, like, uh, bittersweet, you know, because, like, like you said, I was so invested last season. You know, I actually, yeah. I was so depressed, bro, when we didn't sign him, bro. I was so sad. I was so defeated. Because, like, everybody knew that we needed a right winger. You know, we can't live we can't live with Dan James for another season. Jesus Christ. So, we needed Sancho last season. And you know what, man? I think last season was probably our best chance of winning the league out of... All the seasons post um, Sir Alex and I think for the future seasons. Because number one, Liverpool had such crazy injuries, bro. That's like a once in like five season type of injuries. You don't lose two centre... In like three centre backs, you don't lose three centre backs and and midfielders and goalkeepers. At some point, and... they lost the, um, huh? they lost, they lost the, like, the entire back four. Like at right. some point, like starting back four, it was crazy. That is like that is like once in like five seasons, once in ten seasons type of thing, bro. Yeah. And then also Man City. Man City were trash, bro. Man City was so trash at the start of the season, bro. Mm. They were literally so trash. And that that both the Liverpool and the Man City teams being trash, I I can't remember the last time that happened. I think that was the last time that happened was in twenty sixteen. When uh, Chelsea went on like a, a really good run with Antonio Conte, and it, that was Pep's oh, yeah. first season, so you can't really mm-hmm. judge it that that season. So we had the best chance of of winning the league last season, and but you can't deny, even though our defense was really poor, you can't deny that we needed Sancho at uh, once or twice in the season. I will look at um, Sheffield United, and I will look at West Brom. When we drew one one with West Brom, we win those two games, and you know the you know you know the the Everton game where we like were three 0 up and then we drew three three, you know on another day. <laughs> the, the, the the carpet Lewin, the goal 
Yeah. In the last minute. Oh. Damn him, man. That's sexy beast. Damn him. Damn him. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. You know, you look at those yeah, results, I... bro, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah? No, talk, saying, talk to me. I'm always saying, what, what is your usual... Who's your starting right, right winger? It, I, I, last season, I believe it was Greenwood. But I think we... I think he was more like an inverted winger slash second striker at times. Yeah, I think he was, he, an, wasn't he was playing really... an inside. He was an inside forward, right? Because he used yeah. to cut. And he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also wasn't like I wouldn't like he improved in terms of his um his overall game. It's just that he didn't score a lot of goals in the first first half of the season. And then like when the yeah. goals started coming in, they started he started playing better, I guess. But yeah, man, we really could have used Sancho, you know. I think Sancho could have really helped all the players overall. Rashford would have gotten more goals. I think Martial would have played better. Hell, even Cavani might have gotten <laughs> more goals. Um, and I think he scored 10 goals, which is like a decent return, you know. Well, also, but, like it was towards the back end of the season as well. Yeah, you see, it's kind of like, a, you know, both Mason and, and Cavani, bro, they kind of had... Out, uh, Fugazi numbers, bro. Because Cavani did score like a lot towards the end of the season. I remember the the Southampton game. He scored two, yes. and then I think, I think Everton in like a cup game he scored, and then there was another game where he scored in like 90th minute. But he really started scoring towards the end of the season. But bro, our strikers were not good last season at all for uh, the the first half, and you know around January February we weren't that good. And then for some reason, the Southampton game happened where he scored nine goals. Ah, wow, <laughs> crazy! It was such a fugazi season, bro. Like, <laughs> like we were like, ah, bro, I can't even explain it, bro. Like to casuals, it it might have been like a great season, but it was so frustrating to watch, dog. Cause like, yeah. ah, you would be you would be frustrated in the first half, and then come the 90th minute, you're winning three one, and you're like. What the fuck just happened, bro? But uh, <laughs> let's move on with the let's move on with the season, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Man. Okay, so um, I think the final question regarding Sanchez: What do you think he's going to improve in terms of the league, in terms of areas in which he struggled in? What does he bring to the club, um, and to the team that wasn't there last season and the seasons prior to that? So in the previous seasons, now we've had, we we haven't used the right side a lot. You know, Juan Bissaka mm-hmm. is actually like one of the most productive players on that side, and that speaks volumes because he's not that <laughs> he's not that good attacking wise. He's known mostly yeah. for his defense. So, um, in terms of the overall play, there's another outlet now. We can now we don't have to rely on Rashford or Martial or Bruno to do the heavy lifting. We can actually now push the ball to. Um, to Sancho, he can now cross, he can now cut inside, he can do some things, he can do some shakes and flips, he can do he can do some cutbacks, whatever. Also, I think he will bring a lot more improvement to Wan Bissaka's game, cause now Wan Bissaka can now overlap. Wan Bissaka, he, he can, I think he's 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 he's, cons- uh, he's fast, low key. He's like low key mm-hmm. quick, you know. He doesn't look like when he's running, you know, with his whole swastika type of running style. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Moose. 
I'm um, sorry. I I didn't get what you said in the last moments. He said he, he doesn't what? One bisaka with this like swastika running style, dog. Like, <laughs> he he runs like a like a swastika logo, but yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's, he's kind of fast. So I think he, he can add a little bit more assist to Juan Bisaka. Obviously, he's now a new output in terms of goals and assists. And, yeah. you know, Bruno can now... He doesn't need to find Rashford or Martial. He can also now find Sancho, you know. I think he'll mm-hmm. bring overall more attacking attacking side. More balanced, though. More balanced yeah. attacking to, the, to Manchester United. I still don't think we'll win the league, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm expecting... At least 20, no, not 20. Let's say, you know what, yeah, let's say 20 goals and assists. I'm expecting that from him, bro, you know? Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, this is more of like a quick fire round where you just, um, I like, what do you think you guys need to improve? Like, is there any other targets that you guys want that you, you would like to join the club? And, yeah, which which players would you basically want at the end of the transfer the transfer season, the the market today, this um this month. Um, obviously, you know the Varane, the Varane thing, dog. You know, people have been wanting Varane. Mm-hmm. I am on the fence when it comes to Varane. You know why? Because I'm not saying he's a bad player, but what I'm mm-hmm. saying is, Manchester United, like a proper manager, won't spend like 160 million just on two defenders to make them really good. I Maguire for me. Manchester United have always had a problem with uh, centre-backs. You know, Lindelof was the answer. Bailly was the answer. Maguire was the answer. Wan-Bissaka was the answer. Luke Shaw was the answer. But it just hasn't worked out, bro. And I think mm-hmm. we need to now take a step back and not look at the defence, but look at the team as a whole. And I think the midfield, bro, is where we're lacking. Though. There's, we don't have a proper DM. I think a proper DM not only helps the team with progressive passing, you know, and yeah. passing into Bruno and Pogba and, and Martial and Rashford and Cavani and Green, all those good players, but the mm-hmm. DM will also kind of help the defense too. Because, you know, a proper DM can um, can break down play. We, can, we don't really have that type of person. We have... We have like half of it in in Scott McTominay and half of it in in Fred. <laughs> like they they have like half a brain. Like I told you that the other day, they have like half a brain. And now when they both play together, it's like a full brain. But it's, <laughs> it's one body wasted in the midfield, which then stops the progressive passing and stuff. So I think if we sign a, a proper DM, we can actually like perform. Um, better with Maguire and Lindelof, even though Maguire and Lindelof are not seen as like the proper, the proper play, uh, the proper defense to get us back to to where we belong. But mm-hmm. with it, with a DM, a proper DM, I think we can go far, you know. But yeah, I was, I would definitely say, you know, I'm welcome to Varane coming in, you know. Uh, with Maguire and then one Bisaka, one Bisaka then becomes kind of the problem. Also, Luke Shaw is, uh, you know, he's he's had a great season, but it's like yeah. his first great season, you know. So he needs yeah. to push on. Um. So yeah, man, that and then the goalkeeping situation. We have like six goalkeepers, I think. 
Tom Hinton. I don't understand what's and, going on, bro. Bro, it's just, I think Man United are just poorly run, bro. Because, like, we had Romero. We could have sold him last season. Instead, we, we let him run down his contract. Then we have Tom Heaton. I think the uh, hair is leaving, bro. Because like, you don't sign Tom Heaton and and then you have Dino too. Either and Dino drugs. or the hair is going, bro. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, DM. I'm open to a centre-back. I just think a DM is more important than a centre-back. Um, mm-hmm. Even though we really do need like a proper defence, I think a DM will solve a lot of our problems. And yeah. then I think I think we need to we need to keep Pogba in my opinion. Um yeah. I mean Pogba is world class bro. You don't just let him go for like for forty free. million or something. Yeah. He's gonna go for free if if you don't set him this season, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say get him get him extended, get him on another contract, bro, you know. Does he want um, to? I think it's I think I think Pogba He's like a many United fan. He first wants to see who is gonna, who's bringing, who Oli's gonna bring in before he like signs a contract. Because like he's seen okay. it all before. He's seen it with yeah. Jose and etc. Okay. And then I would say a, a a Bruno backup, but I think Donny can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think and, that's it. Okay. Um, thank you very much for joining me today, Kyle. I really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, yeah, to more episodes like this, and 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 I would say good luck in the upcoming season. But you know, I also have vested interests in the league, so <laughs> I hope you guys have a bad season. I I really hope you guys have a bad season. But um, yeah, yeah thank you, thank you for joining me, man. Yeah, man. Anytime, bro. Much love. Yeah, <laughs>